Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyaati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد الله عز وجل's way with his servants from the beginning of time up until the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is that he will send to the nations prophets and messengers each entrusted with a message and a scripture and from all these nations it was Bani Israel that were Given the greater portions of prophethood Majority of the prophets and messengers came from Bani Israel And this was a selection from Allah Azza wa Jal A special status that Allah Azza wa Jal gave them Despite this distinguished status that Allah gave Bani Israel They somehow continued to become entangled in doubts and desires and confused, most often harming their prophets and messengers, physically harming them and even driving them out of their land. How do we know this? Allah Azza wa Jal narrates to us, Allah narrates to us the stories of Bani Israel in the Quran. So much so that the pious said, Kada al Quranu ayyakuna li Musa, that it is though. All the stories of the Qur'an are about Musa and Bani Israel. These stories are narrated to us so that we may ponder, contemplate, analyze and learn from the ways of Bani Israel so that we don't fall into the same traps, into the same mistakes that they did. Today, I want to share with you the story of Talut and Jalut, Saul and Goliath, or better known, the story of David and Goliath, Dawood and Jalut. Why this story? Because within it are many lessons, many valuable lessons for the Muslim Ummah. It almost outlines majority of the problems that this Ummah faces today. But before we start with the story of Talut and Jalut, I must mention something. 
that when reading, analyzing, and learning the stories of the Qur'an, name, namely this one and any other story in the Qur'an, or any text, any text that Allah Azza wa Jal revealed to us in the Qur'an or the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam narrated to us, you must approach it with the right mindset. And that is to connect yourself directly to what is being read, heard, or learned. Don't say, that's Bani Israel, and we are the nation of Muhammad. That's them, and we are us. They are a nation that passed, and we are a nation that is present. Every text that you read, listen, and learn from, you must take it as though it's talking to you directly. So that you can learn. So that you can absorb. So that you can understand and implement what is meant of morals behind such stories. And why did Allah Azza wa Jal mention the stories of Bani Israel or majority of the stories of the Quran are about Bani Israel? Is because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam informed us. That you shall follow or you will surely follow the ways of the nations before you. So, if as believers we aren't aware of this fact and we don't approach these texts in this way, then we will surely fall into the same traps, mistakes and faults that Bani Israel fell into. All the prophets, all the prophets, Unified and messengers came with one message and that was one message alone. To worship Allah Azza wa Jal alone. They all came with the same commandments. Pray, fast and give in zakat. They were all Muslims. Like we are Muslims. As a Muslim, as a believer, you subscribe to or align to and subscribe to and adhere yourself to and identify yourself with the title of taqwa, not a banner, not a flag, not a group. You identify yourself with taqwa and with the muttaqeen. Inna akramakum atqakum. This is what we ascribe ourselves to and subscribe to. We subscribe to taqwa. So past generations, if there was someone that was to be from the muttaqeen or known to have taqwa, then we are him and he is us. Because he was a Muslim like we're Muslims. Past, present and future. If a person does not have taqwa, does not align himself with the teachings of Islam, does not align himself with the teachings and the pathway of Allah Azza wa Jal, then this person does not represent Islam, nor does he represent Muslims. And you do not subscribe to such stances because the Muslim goes back to taqwa as Allah Azza wa Jal says. It was narrated that Bani Israel followed the teachings of Musa alayhi salam. They were God conscious and pious for a certain amount of time. So Allah Azza wa Jal gave them bliss and prosperity, gave them wealth, gave them what they wanted. Of a happy life until they transgressed, until they started to sin. Bani Israel was known for their strength, no might or power could stand before them. They would defeat them surely. But when they transgressed, everything changed. 
No army stood before them except defeated them. And they started to lose from the bliss and the, and the, and the blessings of Allah Azza wa Jal that he sent down upon them. Wealth, children, women, land was taken away from them. And this is the sunnah of Allah Azza wa Jal in his creation. This is the sunnah of Allah Azza wa Jal from the beginning of time. And contemplate this, that with piety comes prosperity. With piety comes prosperity. With transgression and oppression comes humiliation. When you want to transgress and oppress the boundaries of Allah, then humiliation awaits you. When you want to stand on the boundaries of Allah and be the God-conscious servant of Allah, then prosperity is awaiting you. Think about that. And think about the current state of the ummah. Think about the current state of the Muslims and how they live. The leaders of Bani Israel asked a prophet of theirs to appoint a king so that they can fight for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. They said, Appoint a king for us so that we can fight for the sake or the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal. The divine path. The divine cause, the everlasting path, the path that leads you to eternal bliss, joy and happiness. Fi sabilillah. The path of la ilaha illallah. It's a path where every sacrifice and every offering is done for the sake of la ilaha illallah. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لِتَكُونَ كَلِمَةُ اللَّهِ هِيَ الْعُلْيَا When you sacrifice, if you're sacrificing for a country or for a flag or for a people, then you are not sacrificing for la ilaha illallah. But when you are sacrificing for the flag of Allah, for the religion of Allah to be raised, then this is la ilaha illallah. The Prophets and the messengers all came with a message. Live for Allah. Die for Allah, wake up for Allah, sleep for Allah, eat for Allah, work for Allah, deal with your family for Allah. This is La ilaha illallah. قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِ وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ I am where Allah wants me to be. I stand on His boundaries. I attend to His commands. This is La ilaha illallah. This is the sacrifice of La ilaha illallah with the pinnacle of being jihad. If you open the books of hadith or the books of fiqh, you will find that majority of the scholars, number one hadith that they put in their books was the hadith of intention, emphasizing that true blessings and openings from Allah Azza wa Jal come with sincere, true sincerity. True sincerity to Allah Azza wa Jal. It's not a matter of lip service that I am... When you make a proclamation, when you make a statement, Allah is going to test it to decipher and distinguish the truthful from the liars. Their Prophet said to them, to Bani Israel, after they asked for a king to be appointed 
so that they can fight for the cause of Allah. He said to him, هَلْ عَسَيْتُمْ إِنْ كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْقِتَالُ أَلَّا تُقَاتِلُوا يعني perhaps, O Bani Israel, that if it was prescribed for you to fight, that you won't fight. How many people make claims and raise the bar and think they know what they're on about? But when the time gets going, they all retreat. They all retreat like they said nothing. He said to them, are you sure you know what you want? Are you sure you know what you're asking for? Is this what you want? You want to fight? There's other alternatives. There's ways around this. There's more safer and simpler ways to get to what you want. They insisted. And they said that they want to fight. And they started to argue why they want to fight. And in their arguments was an alarm bell. An alarm bell that these people aren't sincere in their cause. قَالُوا وَمَا لَنَا أَلَّا نُقَاتِلَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ أُخْرِجْنَا مِنْ دِيَارِنَا وَأَبْنَائِنَا They said, why not? Why shall we not fight anymore if we've lost everything? We've lost our houses, we've lost our money, we've lost our land, we've lost our children. Their argument for fighting for لا إله إلا الله was worldly means. And this is not لا إله إلا الله. This is not the essence of لا إله إلا الله. And this is certainly why you, this is certainly not why you should be fighting for land and money and, and women and so on and so forth. It's more than land. When you fight for la ilaha illallah, when you struggle for la ilaha illallah, in all its forms and ways, you don't struggle for a land or for a house that's been destroyed or for a soul that's been taken away. Your struggle it's for your identity. It's for Allah Azza wa Jal to be worshipped on this earth. Take the, the, the battle of Badr as an example. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam coming out of persecution from Mecca and he has the, the pain of the persecution of the pagans of Mecca is still in their minds and hearts. But the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on that battlefield made a dua to Allah Azza wa Jal that, Oh Allah, if these believers are defeated today, then you will no longer be worshipped. His care and worry was about Allah being worshipped. That's La ilaha illallah. That's raising the flag of La ilaha illallah. The persecution, the, the, the destruction and the punishment that they went through in Mecca, Allah will take care of that. If not in this world, then certainly in the next. Their cause was la ilaha illallah. Their worry was la ilaha illallah. And when you put it in this context, when you put sacrifice and jihad in this context, then it becomes a lot more clearer. That it's not about killing. It's not about bloodshed. It's not about revenge. It's not about financial gain. It's either the enemy Will, will, will refrain from harming the Muslims or they themselves will enter Islam. And in both is a great victory. Their Prophet, after the prophecy came down upon him, he told them that Allah Azza wa Jal sent to them Qalut as a king. And this prophecy in itself was a test for Bani Israel. They said, Talut, we asked for a king, a king of lineage and wealth. Not Talut. Talut has no lineage. Talut has no wealth. He's not to be a king. Because they ascribe to leadership 
worldly material characteristics. Like many people today, they align and connect to leadership, worldly and material characteristics. So he told them that no, Allah Azza wa Jal favored him with knowledge, and this is the most important thing, with knowledge is life, with knowledge and strength and courage, and this is what leadership is about. And Allah Azza wa Jal to assure Bani Israel that his kingship is divine, he sent with him a chest, and within it was tranquility for Bani Israel. When Talut assumed leadership, he went with Bani Israel to fight or to face Jalut, Goliath. And then another test came toward Bani Israel. They were thirsty. They've been traveling. And they're depleted. They came up across or upon the river. He said to them that whoever drinks from this river is not from me. Is no longer from this army. It was a test of obedience. You want to go to jihad, you want to sacrifice for Allah, but you cannot simply obey simple rules as like, don't drink from that water. Wake up for Fajr. Come to Masajid for congregation. Stay away from Haram. Don't look at Haram. Don't do Haram. It's simple. Simple sacrifice that you need to obey by. And then you claim you want to be a Mujahid. He said to them, whoever, drink, whoever drinks from this river is not from me. They all drink from it, except for a few. It's narrated that somewhat 80,000 of them, the majority of Bani Israel, drank from that river. So he dispatched with those that did not drink and obey. And then they came across and arrived to the battle where they are going to meet Jalut. And there, a fraction or a portion of those that were with Jalut قالوا لا طاقة لنا اليوم بجالوت وجنوده Now they are facing the enemy truly It was all wishful thinking Now they are on the battlefield Now their going is getting to go It's getting خلص Their battle is about to happen And they saw before them a superpower With this transgression and this might They said no way there is no power for us. It's impossible that we are going to defeat this army because of what they saw. And then the army was further reduced. So now we started with a massive army. It was reduced, then reduced again. And now it's reduced to the selected few. There were a selected few. Guess how many? A number that resonates and rings in the many of our ears. We've heard this number before. As Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said, 315 or 313 give and take. The number of those that were with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the battle of Badr. They were what remained from all of those that started. These selected few, these elite, the ones that stood before the superpower of Jalut, they stood and they started to say, 
and through mine. They knew for a fact that it was not number, it was not power, it was not strength, it was not financial gain and superpower that will gain you victory, that will give you the upper power. Yes, we are outnumbered, yes, we are outstrengthened, but it is Allah Azza wa Jal that gives and takes, raises and reduces. How many before us? Little in number defeated those that are greater in number. If we think and we rely on means or worldly means for a pathway to success, then I'll tell you this is not reliable. Yes, money and power and and weaponry and artillery and numbers, all these are means for success. But the the most Important factor in all of that is your link and your connection to Allah Azza wa Jal, so as they showed, because they did not busy themselves with that. They did not busy themselves with what they had or what the army had. They did not busy themselves with. They had one thing on their mind, they had one thing in their heart, and they only had one worry. When the armies joined, they said, Rabbana. They raised their hands to Allah because they knew that Allah is the one that changes the affairs. They knew that Allah is the one that is in control of the affairs. Everything under the throne of Allah is under the command of Allah. رَبَّنَا أَفْرِغْ عَلَيْنَا صَبْرًا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ They asked Allah Azza wa Jal for steadfastness. They asked Allah Azza wa Jal for perseverance. They asked Allah Azza wa Jal for patience. And to give them victory. Because victory only comes... From Allah Azza wa Jal. Like the believers, the companions, There was a propaganda fee the armies and the, the, the numbers that are coming to attack you. Their response was Hasbunallahuanikil. Was there any harm that befell them? No. Because Allah Azza wa Jal was with them. Allah Azza wa Jal aided them. Jalut was an intimidating figure. Speak massive. He was a tri- he was a tyrant. He was a transgressor. And he stood before this minuscule army of three hundred and somewhat. And his army, the superpower of the world. He himself, the superpower of the superpower. The supreme leader. Whom of you is really presumed? One on one. One on one. Which one of you is ready to take on Goliath? Talut said, whoever takes him on and kills him, for him is a great reward. From this small number came out a small man. A man as described. Not big in size, not big in, not strong, certainly not as big and strong as Jalut himself. But he was known to have a pure heart. He was as narrated by the Prophet wasallam, his prayer and his fasting, the most beloved to Allah Azza wa Jal, Dawood salam, David. He offered himself. And what did he come with? What did he present himself before Jalut? This superpower that no one wants to face because they are the ones that run the world and rule it. The ones that 
Man ashaddu minna quwwa. Who's stronger than us? Who can dare to face us? So he did, but guess with what? With a rock and a weapon like a slingshot. Does that ring a bell? Because when I say that, I see a little kid holding a rock and facing a tank. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like a believer to you? That's who faced Jalut. And that's what he faced him with. And Allah Azza wa Jal, because وَمَا رَمَيْتْ إِذْ رَمَيْتَ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ رَمَى That Allah Azza wa Jal is the one that aids the believer. Killed Jalut with his permission. Dawood overcome Jalut. Generations come and go. Nations alternate. But the struggle between good and evil will stay to the end of time. And the two pathways that Allah set will never change. The pathway to triumph and success will always be the same. And the, and the pathway to humiliation will always be the same. So it's upon you to ask, what pathway do you want to follow? What pathway do you want to chase? Do you want to follow your desires? Do you want to stand or do you want to stand on the boundaries of Allah Azza wa Jal? Do you want to obey Allah Azza wa Jal's commands or do you want to transgress? It's a matter of being successful. Or a failure. أقول ما تسمعون وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروا فيا فوز المستغفرين. الحمد لله وكفى ولا عدوان إلا على من ظلم وبغى والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث المصطفى صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد. We take many lessons from this story. Although we went through it very quickly And there are many, many gems to learn from this story And you can further analyze it But there are many stories in it There are many lessons To learn from And On note With what's happening Around the world or Why around the world? What's happening in Palestine? What's happening in Palestine and what's been happening in Bilad al-Sham for the past couple of decades is not far away from our sight and our hearing. I'll tell you something. And I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing anyone here, but it's a given fact that you can scream, chant and protest as much as you want. But the decision's been made. The superpowers of the world have gathered to systematically ethnic cleanse the people. You know why? Because they believe in Allah. وَمَا نَقَمُوا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ Their problem was لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ and nothing else. So don't believe otherwise. Their problem is Islam and nothing else. So if you want to offer, yes, the people of Palestine and the people of the Sham and the pe- all the persecuted Muslims around the world, wherever they may be, you want to offer to them, you can, you can chant, you can scream and you can rally and they need that and they need your voice and they need your money. But more than that, they need you. They need your sacrifice. They need your obedience to Allah Azza wa Jal. They need you to attend to the commands of Allah. Stay away from His prohibitions. Come to the masajid. Pray in congregation. They need you to wake up for Fajr on time. They need you to when you see haram, you look away. They need you that you sacrifice. You sacrifice your desire at least. 
that you sacrifice what you can. Because if you want change in the world, that if you want change in this world, and you want change in this ummah, it's not going to happen until you change yourself. Until you change yourself. As Allah Azza wa Jal says in a, in a closing verse, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, isbiru, wasabiru, warabitu, wattakullah, la'allakum tuflihun. You want success? You want the pathway to triumph? Oh, you have believed. Persevere and endure and remain stationed and steadfast and fear Allah Azza wa Jal so that you may be successful. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from the successful. All the Muslims around the world, in Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. Kama sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Wa barik ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. Kama barakta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma ya sami'a sawt wa ya sabiqa al-fawt. Wa ya kasi al-idhami lahman ba'da al-mawt. Allahumma ghfir lana dhunubana. Allahumma ghfir lana dhunubana. Allahumma arhamna wa tub alayna wa taqabbal منا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم برم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم يا من ترى مكاننا, مكاننا ويا من ترى حالنا اللهم كل إخواننا في بلاد الشام اللهم كل إخواننا في فلسطين اللهم كلهم عونا ونصيرا اللهم اجبر كسرهم اللهم داوي جرحاهم اللهم عافي مبتلاهم اللهم تقبل شهداءهم اللهم تقبل شهداءهم اللهم كل الأطفال والكبار يا رب العالمين اللهم كل الشيوخ اللهم كل النساء من لهم سواك من لنا سواك ندعوه ومن لنا سواك نرجوه يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم منزل الكتاب مجري السحاب هازم الأحزاب اللهم اهزم الأحزاب اللهم اهزم الأحزاب اللهم اهزمهم وزلزلهم اللهم دمرهم تدميرا اللهم أرنا فيهم عجائب قدرتك اللهم أرنا فيهم عجائب قدرتك يا قوي يا عزيز اللهم أرنا فيهم يوما أسودا كيوم عاد وثمود الله اللهم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام أسقط طائراتهم دمر آلتهم أغرق بارجاتهم يا رب العالمين يا قوي يا قدير من لنا سواك ندعوه ومن لنا سواك نرجوه يا قادر يا مقتدر كل إخواننا في فلسطين كل إخواننا في فلسطين عز جارك وتقدست أسماؤك ولا إله غيرك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة